When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Sally Toxvig, and this is We Will Get Past This, where I welcome you into my calm room of books so I can share tales from history of various deeds. Some brave, some baffling, others downright idiotic, in a bid to comfort the soul in this challenging time we find ourselves in. Some of these were recorded with specific dates in mind, but as we've all come to realise, none of that kind of thing really matters. My diary's wide open. There are no rules about when something can be enjoyed, so take a moment to relax and remember this. We will get past this. Hello there, how nice to see you. I have a typewriter in my study which I keep out of sentiment's sake. I wrote my first novel on it. I remember being rather depressed when I put it to one side and bought my first computer. I missed the loud clang of the typewriter keys striking the paper, which always sounded like real work was being done, even when it wasn't. My family could at least hear that I was busy. Uh, That's a long time ago and I am terribly up to date now. I use all manner of exciting technology, although... Some of it can still baffle. Did you know there's an app where you can race your friends to see who runs out of toilet paper first? I am going to guess that no woman in the world is playing this game. It is a game played entirely by single young men who, well, probably design apps for a living. Uh, Like so many people, I haven't been sleeping well lately, so seeking a modern solution to this restlessness, I downloaded an app. An app to help make me more zen, apparently, to help me sleep. I know I need to sleep or I will get dementia. I read that somewhere. I will grow old and in the years when I should do nothing but sleep, I will simply babble. So late into a sleepless night, I put the app on. My wife slept beside me. She sleeps well. Uh, If sleeping were an Olympic sport, she would win gold. I hadn't connected my wireless headphones properly and so woke her with instructions on how to sleep. She is kind. She sighed and went back to her dreams. I settled back down. A man with a soothing voice told me all I had to do was lie still and count backwards from a thousand. But a dozen or so numbers in, I realised I have no skill in backwards counting. It's never come up for me before as a necessary ability, and I had no idea it didn't have it. I kept forgetting where I was. I would land on a number only to panic that the next would fail to come to me. The numbers loomed like a giant blaring headline in my head, and I began to get agitated. I couldn't sleep because the very mechanism needed to get to sleep seemed to be beyond me. I was tired, and it put me into an unexpected and uncharacteristic rage. I began to wonder how I might track the man in the app down. Don't worry if thoughts come into your mind while you're counting, he counselled, not knowing my thoughts were entirely of violence against him. 
I never have aggressive thoughts, but my disappointment in myself at not being able to accomplish a simple task like backwards counting and my lack of sleep left me so far from Zen, honestly, I could have invaded Poland. I suspect, uh, while I think I am being terribly modern, uh, youngsters snigger at how far behind I am. Uh, none of these videos, for example, would be going up online if it weren't for a young QI elf called Alex Bell, who actually makes the whole thing available to others. Uh, without him, uh, this would, well, it'd just be me babbling to myself in a rocking chair. Uh, dealing with new technology has always been something of a trial. It was today, in 1869, that celluloid was patented. Uh, it was really the first thermoplastic, so a plastic polymer that you can mould to suit your needs. Uh, if you've heard of it, then it's probably as the stuff that early movies were shot on. Although to begin with, it was used to waterproof woolen clothing and as a replacement for ivory so that the world could have cheaper billiard balls. Uh, celluloid was not ideal for the movies as it was highly flammable. It was not unknown uh, for it to explode in a hot movie projector, which may, I don't know, add excitement to the cinema going experience, but you know, it's not ideal. Uh, not everyone was enthralled when movies first arrived. There is an urban legend about cinema goers being shocked by the Lumiere Brothers' 1896 film of a train arriving. As the movies spread their influence in the 20th century, the cinema industry uh, was often chastised by civic leaders, denouncing the whole business as posing grave physical and moral risks to audiences, especially children. And certainly it took a while for audiences uh, to understand that not everything they were looking at represented real life. If you go to the Library of Congress website, which I totally recommend, it's amazing that we can do that, uh, you can see a one-minute clip of a film made in 1899 called Cripple Creek Barroom Scene. And it seems to show a snippet of life from the Old West in America. In fact, it was shot with actors in New Jersey. Uh, check it out. It may just be me, but I'm pretty sure the stout barmaid is actually a man in drag. So uh, it says here in, uh, in my book about the movies uh, that audiences soon grew used to snippets of faked news and faked adventure, wonderful as they seemed at first. I mean, wow, this, this book on the movies is 50 years old. Who knew fake news was ever a thing? At the moment, everyone is more and more dependent on information technology. I have been broadcasting from my home, uh, been to virtual dinner parties, had endless meetings online, where I, be honest, I spend most of my time analysing other people's living spaces behind them. I have a lot of friends with kids at home who are worrying about the amount of daily screen time their youngsters are exposed to. But it's not just the kids I'm concerned about. I've never been so busy online. My virtual life is having a way better social life than my real one ever did. I worry about the welter of information coming at us all day, every day. But this worry, it's not a new one. Uh, celluloid appeared on the horizon in the 19th century at about the same time as the railroad, the telegraph, the telephone, the internal combustion engine, and the record player or phonograph. All of these convinced some Victorians that life was becoming more stressful, that daily life was now going to happen too fast. Uh, there was concern that the development of young people would be stunted as society gradually stopped meeting in person and just communicated electronically. The development of mass publishing saw a rise in concern that readers would be overwhelmed and lack the ability to judge this new mass of information properly. Uh, the philosopher and essayist Thomas Carlyle thought that human learning and communication would be distorted, and the philosopher and economist John Stuart Mill agreed. He thought this onslaught of information would lead to too many voices joining public debate. He said it would create 
a state of society where any voice not pitched in an exaggerated key is lost in the hubbub. Success in so crowded a field depends not upon what a person is, but upon what he seems. Mere marketable qualities will become the object instead of substantial ones. Sounds familiar. And it's an ancient worry. Uh, Plato came from an oral culture. As writing became more prevalent in his lifetime, he worried that writing itself would erode the memory. He declared that people will cease to exercise memory because they rely on that which is written, calling things to remembrance no longer from within themselves, but by means of external marks. Here's the thing. It didn't happen. Uh, nor did the prediction by Sir William Priest, the chief engineer of the British post office, about the telephone come true. In 1878, he declared, the Americans have need of the telephone, but we do not. We have plenty of messenger boys. I think the new technology is keeping us all sane, and actually it's reminding us how much we ought to value an actual hug when we can finally have one. I'm embracing all of it, although I was thinking... Uh, the good thing about early movies is how short they were. So here is Vox Talks for April the 6th, made to celebrate the anniversary of Celluloid. Take care. Be kind. Hello, and welcome to April the 6th. All you need to know about today is that it's the day Richard the Lionheart died. Poor Richard, what a sad day. He must have felt terrible. The year was 1199, which coincidentally is the same price I paid for my house. Richard was born in England, but his mother took him to France for a holiday, and he seems to have liked it. He was killed by a crossbow, and their children is an important lesson. No matter how bored you are, don't get the crossbow out for a lot. It's a dangerous thing. It is possible Richard was a homosexual, which is why he's buried in France. They don't mind that sort of thing. So, that is April the 6th, a day we lost a king, and women did nothing. Goodbye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.